coming up. They say that extraction orthodontics is like lazy ortho because you're pulling teeth and then pulling everything back essentially. But that comes at a cost because you're right. pulling it back, but the tongue is attached to the lower jaw. So when the, you remove those bicuspids, you're pulling it back into the airway as well as like the joint space. The joint. Mm-hmm. Don't people with bicuspid extractions have a much smaller joint space? Yes, that that is unfortunately the case that we are we are restricting, you know, we are something that the body is not uh, again, we are uh, forgetting about the nose, a space of the nose, we're forgetting about the space of the mouth, and we are worried about the position, class one position of the mouth. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just like putting the emphasis uh, on the right place. Yes. Basically, we have the periodontal ligament, this purple ligament that is around the tooth. Uh, among the blood supply and the nerve supply, everything that the tooth needs to, nur- to be nurtured and to be connected with the bone, there are stem cells within mm-hmm. this periodontal ligament. And the way that I explain to my patients, I say these stem cells are undecided. They don't Mm. know what they're going to be, depending Mm. on how we treat them. During conventional orthodontics, with the way that we approach them, we activate the bone-dissolving cells, which are Mm -hmm. called osteoclasts. So those cause resorption of the bone, dissolve the bone in one side, and then we have to wait about sometimes over 12 weeks, which is a long time for Mm -hmm. the bone to be deposited on the other side through a gentle gentle massaging forces, which is accomplished by fast braces. And I explained to you uh, how that works. Rather than activating bone dissolving cells, we activate, we we convert those stem cells to osteoblasts, which are bone-forming cells. So mm. from day one of braces, what we are doing, we are creating bone, alveolar bone. Alveolar bone is this jaw bone, mm-hmm. which you see in here. We're building bone, and then the teeth, when they have room, the roots, of course, the, the fast braces moves the roots at three-dimensional, which is mm-hmm. incredible. And that three-dimensional movement is one of the reasons that activates the bone, you know, like draw the bones with it. So we're building the bone. And if you are building the bone, we don't have to extract it to make room. because. We have a special offer for our Munch Bunch listeners. To book a virtual consult with Megan, she's offering a discount of $25 off. Just email her, Megan, at nwmyofunctionaltherapy.com or through her website, www.orofacial-myology.com. To book a virtual consult with Kimmy for the $25 off, email her mouthmusclememory@outlook.com or through the website, www.mouthmusclememory.com. Now on to the episode. 
Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Munch Bunch podcast. It's Kimi Nishimoto with my homegirl, Megan Vanoy. Hello. <laughs> and today we have Dr. Mary Afzali. Dr. Mary has uh, practices called Lifetime Dental. She's in Lake Forest in the Orange County area, uh, Rancho Cucamongo, um, San Bernardino, and then Riverside, California. And what's amazing about Dr. Afsali, I'll let her give a little explanation about who she is, but she can do these incredible expansion cases in a very short time period. All these, she showed me her cases before. And I'm like, Mary, this is like impossible <laughs> to do in this short of time, but she does it. And people have great, amazing results. So we wanted to have her come on, we'll highlight her, and then um, have her teach us a little bit about how she does it, what systems she uses, and um, also the case against doing bicuspid extractions. So, Dr. Mary, just tell us a little bit about yourself, how you started, how you got into doing the fast braces and expansion, and just give us a little bit of your, your story. Sure, absolutely. Thank you so much, Kimi and Megan, for having me. Uh, I love to share uh, some food for thought with your audience and with the hope that uh, this become, this will be useful in uh, making a correct decision. So basically, um, I've been in practice for over 20 years and uh, I was doing uh, a lot of mouth reconstructions that means like 28 crowns treating temporomandibular joint like jaw pain uh, problems for my patients and i was getting fantastic results with uh, crowns bridges and restorative aspect however i always thought that you know my nature has been always into a very holistic natural approach and really helping the body to find its path and assisting the body uh, to be in the right position, guide the jaw to be in the right position. You know, this was uh, always my goal. And although I was getting fantastic results, patients would no longer have a joint pain and their smiles were beautiful, I expected it more. And mm -hmm. because of that desire, I continued into uh, searching for orthodontic techniques that I can use in formation of bone and really guiding the body to generate uh, bone where it is needed. Uh, this is a very simple, lame way of saying it, but that's mm -hmm. the simplicity of it. Yeah. Uh, a system that uh, would not just shift teeth, but it would create the foundation for the teeth so they complete their eruption. They come out, they, they find home. That's mm -hmm. the best thing to say. And the key is, um, and as I show you some white cases, you see what this really means when you have teeth to go where they belong to. Mm -hmm. That means their function is restored and they are um, in their uh, 
best position possible. Mm-hmm. I studied uh, a lot in uh, about the evolution of <laughs> our uh, dental apparatus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. You know, what it took to get us to where we are, and also the changes that have happened into in new generation and modern and industrial living. And from all of those, uh, and a study of our diets, what it, how it had impact on our jaw, I came up with this concept that if I'm helping my patients, um, that would not be by extracting their teeth or sending them for jaw surgeries. Mm-hmm. I understand mm-hmm. there are always exceptions, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, absolutely. Yeah. There are some cases that uh, probably extractions or surgeries are inevitable. But from what I have experienced, uh, whomever has come to my office, I've been able to treat them without extractions and without surgery. Mm-hmm. And in a very short period of time. The systems, I, I use different uh, systems, but, and sometimes, you know, I um, use different techniques mm-hmm. in if a particular system that I'm using. But the main system that um, I use is fast braces. Mm-hmm. I am passionate about what fast braces does because mm-hmm. it um, works on formation of bone, we generate mm-hmm. bone. The whole process of orthodontics uh, in the conventional way is by disposition of the bone from one place to another place, which goes through resorption of the bone cycle and then uh, formation of the bone in another place through activation of bone degenerating cells which are called geoclast. Mm-hmm. I don't want to I don't want to be too technical but there are um, around the uh, teeth um, in fact I can just grab my model and share it with your audience so it's mm-hmm. easy. I love the idea of fast braces you guys. Yes. Uh, it's I don't know why it's not more common because when she taught me about it I was like that makes so much more sense and it's mm-hmm. um She'll show you cases, but there's things sure, that she does absolutely. that are amazing. Uh, so uh, basically, we have the periodontal ligament, this purple ligament that is around the tooth. Uh, among the blood supply and the supply, everything that the tooth needs to, nur- to be nurtured and to be connected with the bone, there are stem cells within mm-hmm. this periodontal ligament. And the way that I explain to my patients, I say these stem cells are undecided. They don't Mm. know what they're going to be, depending Mm. on how we treat them. During conventional orthodontics, with the way that we approach them, we activate the bone-dissolving cells, which are Mm -hmm. called osteoclasts. So those cause resorption of the bone, dissolve the bone in one side, and then we have to wait about sometimes over 12 weeks, which is a long time for mm-hmm. the bone to be deposited on the other side. 
through the gentle, uh, gentle massaging forces, which is accomplished by fast braces, and I explain to you uh, how that works, rather than activating bone dissolving cells, we activate, we, we convert those stem cells to osteoblasts, which are bone forming cells. So mm. from day one of braces, what we are doing, we are creating bone, alveolar bone. Alveolar bone is this jaw bone, mm -hmm. which you see in here. We're building bone, and then the teeth, when they have room, the roots, of course, the, the fast braces moves the roots at three-dimensional, which is mm -hmm. incredible. And that three-dimensional movement is one of the reasons that activates the bone, you know, like draw the bones with it. So we're building the bone. And if you are building the bone, you don't have to extract it to make room. Because the truth of the matter is, if you have extra teeth surface or uh, basically you have more of teeth uh, so, uh, in an arch, arch mm -hmm. size, the arch size is not accommodating the teeth, uh, the size of the teeth and um, the length that is taking. Mm -hmm. You have either an option, an orthopedic approach, which is building bone, like mm -hmm. I'm doing, or you have to remove teeth to fit the rest together. Right. There is no other option. Mm -hmm. And uh, when you remove teeth, the smallest uh, premolar tooth is about 10 millimeter. 10 millimeter is about <laughs> this. And can you imagine that on each arch, two centimeter, we have reduction mm -hmm. of the palate? And mm -hmm. then job. Yeah. And yes, exactly. I'm going to grab another model. Do mm -hmm. it. <laughs> I'm glad that she brought that up. I never realized, like, the actual width of the premolar. That's yeah. actually kind of big. Like, it's big. think about your airway. Like, I know that I've got like a seven millimeter airway. My airway is bigger than mine. <laughs> and it, mine sucks. <laughs> <laughs> if I had 10 millimeters forward, I can't even imagine yeah. that that would be like so much bigger than mm -hmm. what I've got now. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't even have premolars taken out. I just have smaller airway. When we are talking about extraction, yeah. we are talking about the reduction of the size of palate. Mm -hmm. We are talking about reduction of the mm -hmm. size of the floor of the nose. Mm -hmm. And we are uh, talking about reduction of the space for tongue. Mm -hmm. So what happens when, you know, we, we don't take care of any of these thoughts and just immediately put our young children in that position? Mm -hmm. We're creating a future mm -hmm. which is um, a little bit hard, or it can be hard. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Because mm -hmm. we are not just extra, you know. I guess what the message that I have for people in centuries, uh, dentistry have come 
up to a different level. You, you from when they look at uh, barbers pulling teeth, and you know when we look at the history of dentistry, uh, there's a still a lot to appreciate about teeth and really know the value of each tooth. I don't want to get into a different subject that each one of the roots are connected to an organ in the body. And when you remove mm. that, yes, you know, that would be a whole different subject. But Oh, I'm uh, fascinated. What is I like... See part, I see part two coming. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. In fact, um, I had patient uh, with, um, uh, you know, uh, cancer that came to me and it was just like pe putting pieces of puzzle together. Mm -hmm. The second molar <laughs> connected to the breast. And mm -hmm. that was on the right side, I believe. And that was exactly what it was, you know, and we, we, got, we got the molar removed, did all the very thorough application of making sure all the infection, uh, everything is out. And then, you know, she wanted to have a holistic approach. Again, I'm not going to that route because, but I'm just saying that removal of teeth should be um, absolutely the last option. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're all connected to the meridian pathway. You know, as I said, that's a whole different subject that I, I would love to talk about it. Mm -hmm. uh, if your yeah. audience is interested and if you guys are interested oh definitely uh, yeah part two <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. exactly. we love a good part two around here <laughs> so basically that's uh, from the perspective of how the airway is affected and then i'm going to grab my other <laughs> model and uh, you see that uh, we have the connection of the teeth and the occlusion to the position of the TMJ. Mm -hmm. We cannot uh, change this relationship in here and think that we're not changing anything in here. Definitely right. we are impacting the joint. And uh, I have uh, had patients that had severe joint pain really were um, having a rough time and after you know helping them with the overall bite and everything even after extraction they gain a huge amount of relief which mm -hmm. i can show you some of the cases oh we would we would die we would love that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think that's a really good point dr Avsali, yeah. is like they say that extraction orthodontics is like lazy ortho because you're pulling teeth and then pulling everything back essentially, but that comes at a cost because you're right. pulling it back, but the tongue is attached to the lower jaw. So when the, you remove those bicuspids, you're pulling it back into the airway as well as like the joint space. The joint. Mm -hmm. Don't people with bicuspid extractions have a much smaller joint space? Yes, that that is unfortunately the case that we are we are restricting, you know, we are something that the body is not. Uh, again, we are uh, 
forgetting about the nose, a space of the nose, we're forgetting about the space of the mouth, and we are worried about the position, class one position of the mouth. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just like putting the emphasis uh, on the right place, looking right. at, um, have a reference point that is related to overall health. That's mm -hmm. how I look at it. And as I go through my uh, cases, I, I I think your audience will have a better understanding of what yeah. I do you want to just start showing us? Sure, absolutely. Okay. We want to introduce this Spot for Tots course, a parent's guide for toddlers ages 2 to 5 for Mini Mayo. We have Megan and Kimmy going over nasal hygiene, myofunctional exercises, breathing exercises, tongue tie healing protocols, and then we have Jenny June going over sleep hygiene and Kelsey Baker going over feeding therapy and body work. Uh, the course is two ninety seven, and the link will be in the description. I think that's a really good point. What you were saying about the the reference point, because when we're in the dental eyes, we look at okay, let's check your bite. Okay, the molars line up, the canines line up. There's no cross bites, yay. Uh -huh. But then the other side of it is we also have the skeletal occlusion. Like, is there the retronathic, the tucked back chin? Is there the pronathic chin or the chin's way forward and the, the mid face is very flat? There's also the skeletal occlusion. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's not just how the teeth line up anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. We've done dec we've done decades of how the teeth line up and where has that gotten us? Right. Like, we see so many adults with jaw pain and sleep apnea and panic attacks and, you know, kind of the inability to cope, but like they've got a nice straight smile, right? Like mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. No, you mentioned you, uh, I love the way that you said the skeletal occlusion. And that's mm -hmm. exactly what my focus is. I, I call it a skeletal harmony, but you know, I love that. Skeletal yeah, harmony. Coming together. Yeah, exactly. So this case, uh, in fact, I saw my patient yesterday. I, it's not done yet. But uh, I was stunned myself because in a very short period of time, it's a matter of, I don't know what, maybe three months, four months. I want to show you guys the changes. This is the palette again. You know, mm -hmm. first mm -hmm. thing that I look, my reference point is the palette. Mm -hmm. I see asymmetry. I see a semi-V shape, a, a deficiency of the premaxilla area. Mm -hmm. You know, th these are the, what I look at. And um, a lot of these, uh, I selected class two cases uh, to share with you guys. Of course, I can go over my case study book also and show you some class threes but oh i would love that three uh, sure for these first three i'm mm -hmm. selected class two cases so and i have a point because these are unfortunately uh, the cases that are subject to bicuspid extractions the most mm -hmm. and my point is if you pay attention the problem is not really in the uh, premolar area 
although mm -hmm. it's deficient, you know, unilateral deficiency of the alveolar bone, this area, the front area is called premaxilla. Mm -hmm. And it is where the deficiency is. As all of these cases have one thing in common with the degree of severity, that mm -hmm. this area, they have deficiencies. So extracting this area is not going to solve the problem. Yeah. And for our listeners that are listening, not watching, you should go back and watch this on YouTube or Spotify. But she's basically pointing to the canines forward. That's where it didn't grow out to its fullest capacity. Yeah. And so taking out teeth behind where it didn't grow doesn't make any sense because that's not where that growth is missing. Mm -hmm. Yes. And this case, if you look at it, you know, a lot of these people have been told they need jaw surgery, you know, right. when they see me. And if you look at it, you can see the angulation of the palate. Um, mm -hmm. and you can see um, the molar uh, has come down, which is extrusion, into the lower space. So we have severe uh, situation here. We have here we have patient is knocking out her teeth and uh, um, and gum this gum condition bone loss and mm -hmm. this is the overjet this is the overbite that people probably know it as an overbite we call it as overjet and it's a horizontal overbite this is about 20 millimeters. Whoa. How wow. much is that in scale? Like, I know that's bigger than our periodontal probes, but. You're talking about two centimeters. Wow. Tremendous. When we look at this amount of discrepancy, that's why extraction and surgeries are what comes to the mind first. Right. But, uh, I want to show you what she looks like. Yeah, see, this is what. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So for our listeners, it looks like, I guess you could call it like bunny teeth. They're really flared out. They're super sticking out mm -hmm. as if like, like an adult was sucking their thumb. Like that's the sort of bite that she's showing us right now. Mm -hmm. Yes. And basically just that you can imagine the teeth need to be touching each other and the normal. Yeah. Uh, Overbite is between two to three millimeters, and we're talking about 20 millimeters. So 10 times more than what is normal. Wow. And, uh, and this is, unfortunately, uh, the reverse curve of bite uh, in the lower arch is inherent to this type of cases because uh, the upper jaw, the teeth are flared out, the bone is in an angulation, um, the palate is in an angulation, and then the lower jaw in the front comes up. Mm -hmm. and then, uh, the back area of the lower do, uh, have a reverse curve. Uh, there is a curve in uh, dentistry for the bite between the teeth, and especially on the lower arch, is called curve of a speed. S mm -hmm. and PS Peter. And this is just a name, but these patients have reverse curve of SP. Mm -hmm. This is typical. And then temporomandibular joint pain 
is usually associated with this type of. Uh, I believe it. Mm-hmm. And this is the X-ray. You can see. Oh, the what a mess! You can see the rotation of the canine. Mm-hmm. You can see the missing teeth. I always ask my patients. I say, "Why did you lose your teeth? Mm-hmm. If the bite is right." If the relationship is right, if the home is safe, teeth will not get decay, even decay, in my opinion. And in years of practice, I've seen it, that if patient has good oral hygiene and they have no mechanical stress, mm-hmm. they would not really get even cavities. So mm-hmm. the patient, and she's pretty young, have already lost uh, uh, another second molar on the mm-hmm. teeth, and then t- uh, another one on the bottom. Yeah, three teeth. First molar on the right side, and you know it's just like a lot of missing teeth and a lot of uh, unfortunately trauma. Mm-hmm. And then another concern: she's already having arthritic relation bone mm-hmm. relationship. The lucky thing is that I got to help her at the time that the bone of the jaw has not been deteriorated fully. This bone is better because you can see the denser bone uh, Mm. around the condyle. Uh, Condyle is the head of um, the joint that Mm -hmm. goes into the articulate with the skull. Uh, You know, still she has more bone there in here she has lost some bone but still Mm. I'm happy because I am very hopeful that she will be good um, by uh, what we are doing for her and this was uh, her lower as you see you know uh, and uh, this is uh, another version Mm -hmm. Did she grind her teeth as well? Yes, she's got absolutely. front. She's you got see, wear. You see a lot of wear. Mm-hmm. That stress yeah. fracture. Yes. So I saw her yesterday, and this <gasps> is that's not even the same mouth. Oh my gosh! Even even her um, wow line is lined up. Yeah. Wow. And how yeah. many months was this, Dr. A? About three, four months, I think. I, I have to look exactly. Oh, my God. All I have to do now is align this area. Wow. And um, you guys really have to see this to like. It will be done. And you look at wow. the palette. So, again, we go back to the port. regional one. So, you guys see what we started it with. Unbelievable. I want to show you this bone also. Please remember on the side and we'll see. And also this bone. So and see we started with this palette. Mm-hmm. And this is our palette. Wow. Unbelievable. That's why I say I have a reference point and my reference point is the palette. Mm-hmm. Because it is the foundation for the mid face. Right. Is the foundation to support uh, the orbits of the eyes. It is mm-hmm. supporting the floor of the nose. What other structure do I have in the mouth that is doing 
that much function, knowing that it also guides the position and growth of the lower jaw. Mm-hmm. So you you when you put your perspective in the right uh, situation, then I think you will do the right thing and your wow. patients benefit from it. So I did uh, one more thing, one other thing that I want to mention. Uh, there is uh, a procedure called IPR. That means interproximal reduction. Mm-hmm. This, again, it, it depends on how you approach it. Um, first of all, uh, I try to really be creative and not use it as much as I can. Um, and when I use it, then basically it's a little a small recontouring of the surface of the teeth in between so you can bring the teeth together and I use that with uh, hand instrumentation I don't use a bear for it like a drill I take my time and go and basically remove dusts of teeth but you see the contact between these teeth Mm -hmm. areas of contact not points of contact. These are protective mm-hmm. of gum. If we, if the, if we have points of contact, food can get in between. Mm-hmm. It can really create a problem. But you see, these are all details that you know. I think patients deserve the best. Yeah, and, it's uh, like when you get that filling and it like pops in but it doesn't quite seal the food out and you get food trapped in there all the time. So what she's doing is just bringing those teeth so they have a nice harder contact to keep that mm-hmm. food out. So interesting. Dr. Afsali, did you use a palate expander in this case? No, no. Wow, no. this is just fast braces. Only fast braces and with my particular techniques that I use, using different things. It's, it's not a technology or anything. It's just my tools that I have, like um, with the elastics, with uh, my ties, with uh, mm-hmm. power chains, you know, just mm-hmm. chains, uh, you know, just uh, the rubber bands that we put on teeth. And when you go to the orthodontist and they ask you what color you like, you see mm-hmm. that. Basically, those you can do magic with those. Really? Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. And with the wire, you know, I just have mm-hmm. one wire. Fast braces has only one wire from the start to finish, and that wire, you know, I use it um, as needed in different positions uh, to get my bone growth when is most needed. Wow. And looking at this, the gum tissue looks so oh, healthy. healthy. For usually braces, the gum tissue looks like hamburger meat. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was going to call it too, hamburger meat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's exactly. Uh, Gosh, that's gorgeous. You're a hygienist. You're a dental hygienist. And that's quite a compliment uh, to hear from you. But you see the stippling of the gum. Yeah. I say the stippling is amazing. I haven't been in hygiene for almost four years, and I can still appreciate good stippling. <laughs> when you look at it, is when again when the foundation is right, you do yeah. it in the right way, and also look wow. at this bone formation. Wow. I want to show you. Let's go back. 
to the original. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted, I wanted to show you guys what we have. First of all, look at what the gum look like here on the mm -hmm. right. And yeah, the I was going to ask left, about the recession. Yeah. The left side. You you look at this. Yeah. So mm -hmm. What I did, we got bone growth, but I also did a small, uh, we call it enamel plasty. Recontour uh, okay. this so it's not a foot trap anymore in mm. the in here. So I would say is orthodontics with love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, because these are things that um is life changing for patients. Oh gosh. I mean this yeah. patient no longer needs to go and see a periodontist. By the way. I have periodontists in my offices. I have mm. oral surgeon in my offices, but I work so hard to do whatever I can do with ortho so my patients don't need to see my specialist. Amazing. Because I I strongly, I'm confident I can help them. And you see, this is, yeah. uh, this just uh, really brightens my heart that she didn't have to go through osteosurgery. Mm -hmm which is a gum surgery that, you know, the bone is drilled out and it just makes it more challenging for the, mm -hmm. and, you know, for the body to work. Mm -hmm. But now she has this beautiful bone built in here, this nice contour, oh. finish her up and. Amazing. Yeah. Beautiful. Before it's like a nightmare hygiene patient. And then now it's like, okay, yeah, I'll take you all day, every day patient. <laughs> I actually have an unpopular opinion, but I think a lot of these patients that are having perio surgery or like advanced perio problems, bone loss, I think a lot of them have an orthodontic alignment issue mm -hmm. as well as bruxism and a lot of times that's never addressed they just do surgery and that surgery is tens of thousands of dollars it's not fixing the root of it mm -hmm. and they need end up needing it multiple times and they don't want to do it multiple times yeah absolutely and you know uh, the expense of it is one type of pain mm -hmm. and you know but uh, the experience is uh, it's not brutal. Yeah, it's not a pleasant experience. And really, when you look at it, uh, we are removing teeth structure. Uh, mm -hmm. bone. We are removing bone. Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah. So, Doctor Abzali, we told everybody where you're located, but how also can they find you on social media? You know, where would they find you? This is my IG, Dr. Afzeli, and my Facebook is Dr. Afzeli. And then the name of your practices? It's uh, all of them are Lifetime Dental. Perfect. And then they are in uh, Orange County, Lake Forest, Rancho Copamanga, Riverside, and San Bernardino in mm. Southern California, all, all four of them. Um, and of course, you guys can find Kimmy and I on social media at the Munch Bunch podcast. You can find me at NWMFT and Kimmy at Mouth Muscle Memory. Uh, thank you again, Dr. Afzali. And we are looking forward to chatting with you again soon. Sure. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, thank absolutely. you. So fun. <laughs> yeah. Both of you. 
yes, absolutely. And I love to come back. Thank you, Kimmy. Also. Yes. Okay.